There he oh. is. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we got it to work. All right. Perfect. <laughs> but thank you, everybody, for joining. This is episode 13 of Sister Soul Sessions. Um, we are joined today by a wonderful tattoo artist. I've been really excited to speak with him, Mr. Walt underscore Doobie. Thanks. So welcome. Um, I am one of your co-hosts, Brittany. I'm joined by my sister. I'm Amanda. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Like I said, <laughs> episode 13. Yes. And we're joined by our special guest. Well, I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself. Let us know a little bit about your business, how long you've been in that business, and whatever else you want us to know. All right. Uh, first off, name is Walt Doobie. Uh, a tattoo artist, uh, personal, uh, I guess, designer for other things as well, multiple different things. Well, artists all the way around. Uh, I've been in the tattoo game for almost about like 10 years now. So I've been doing this for a minute. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. okay. oh, yeah, I've seen your work, so it, the the time it definitely speaks to how good it is. Um, so I'm really excited to have you. I have a lot of questions about your style of art. Um, okay. one being, I see that you do a lot of like grayscale, which I'm obsessed with. <laughs> so, like, how did you get into that? Is that like your specialty? Is that all that you do? Yeah, that is all that I do. I got into black and gray. I tried color at first. Um, the appeal of it was a little bit too messy for me. So I didn't like the process of it and how the way that it takes like some time a while to actually rise in the skin and uh, to saturate like color into skin. So it takes a little bit more of a tedious technique, uh, depending on your approach and your color waves that you end up using. So Naturally, I, I mess with color, but when it came to tattooing, I, I got a lot more busier when it came to doing the black and gray. And okay. there's a lot more, uh, I guess you would say, like different styles that you can still approach even with black and gray. Right, right. So, okay. So how long have you been um, tattooing? Ten years. Ten years? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah, a long time. Decade, so, did you know that you were going to be a tattoo artist? Like, how did it start? Like, did you was draw like the draw or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started. Uh, I started back. It's ten years ago. Back when I was younger, I knew that I was going to tattoo. I just didn't know that it was going to be the first thing that I did. Hmm. Like, I originally wanted to get into fashion first. Okay. So that's what I was like inspiring to do for school and stuff like that. They have to like fashion and stuff like that. I wanted to get into tattooing. So it was always an idea, but it just ended up coming a lot faster than what I expected. I do see you like to put it on. I oh, do yeah. see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I see I see the video, he puts it on. So were you um, designing clothes yeah. or? Yeah, okay. yeah. I was designing, I've been designing clothes and like uh, customizing clothes since like early middle school. So that oh, ain't wow. nothing new, so. Yeah, back when it wasn't even cool, you know what I'm saying? Back then, people, mm -hmm. like, slightly called it dusty and stuff like that. But now, <laughs> that's the new end thing, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's mm -hmm. drawing on clothes with markers right. and airbrushes right, right. and stuff like that. So I had already been doing that stuff all the way back in 2007, 2006. Was already into, like, designing tees and jeans right. and, like, bleaching them and stuff like that. So, yeah, I've been doing that for quite some time. Yeah, my daughter, she loves doing the uh, bleach art on her shirts and everything. So everything in my house has bleach on it, but. <laughs> <laughs> she but how do you transition then? Yeah, no, she loves it. But how do you transition from 
designing clothes into actually making these des grand designs and putting it on people's skin like this is a permanent thing now yeah yeah very permanent thing it's consistent <laughs> way more consistent mm -hmm. now so but it's a lot more expression out there people are more accessible to it now because of the internet so okay. that does give us a better plane of like people being able to be exposed or seen you know what i'm saying so it does make a difference on how people get to catch on to like things that they like or things that they could be into because right. it's more shown now back when we was coming up it wasn't yeah like i was just, just gonna say how do you keep up with the way that everything is changing and transitioning mm -hmm. everything is on social media so how do you keep up with all that and um, typically i've always had a knack for just being up on like you know what i'm saying the newer things and like what's to come and typically i'm a i'm a little bit ahead of the wave most of the time period and Thanks. that was also a struggle like in my but that's a struggle yeah. in my career because okay. me being on trends and uh well not trends but understanding lifestyles and approaches towards things i start focusing on styles a lot more heavier before that was the actual thing of demand right right you know so like that was something that i had already honed in on but it was hard for me to like book people because my style yeah, and certain things that I was approaching this, on, yeah, yeah, they wasn't into mm -hmm. it yet. They wasn't hip on it. So, Everybody you know would just wanted what they saw, right? Yep. Like, yeah. So people being hip, yeah, people not being hip to it makes a major difference of like how your your following goes, how like your clientele go as well. Because if you ahead of the wave, only certain people are really open minded like that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? A certain percentage are typically followers. They're gonna go off of what is popping at that point of time not their own personal expression and that's right. that's another thing that kind of like been lacked uh with the internet with the internet coming about at this point of time back when i first started people had way more creativity and ideas right like way more people used to come with crazy ideas and dope dope concepts it wasn't possible for a lot of them to be done yeah just where people's minds you yeah. know just where people's the imagination minds was were. there yeah yeah but now shoot people just bring a picture to you like so it ain't no creativity there they just see somebody else's inspiration and they go off for that now so it's mm -hmm. it's it's you know take and give on that with that how do you continue to find your creativity with it like how do you stay fresh and like make sure that you're doing stuff that is new and staying on trend with that reinventing myself okay. i don't like things that uh I don't like to do too much that everybody else is doing. So, mm -hmm. like, always finding something of a lane of something where I know, like, I'm pretty much a rarity or something that, you know what I'm saying, is a, is a high demand because it's not too much of it. So, typically, I look at what's being happening and what's not happening. So, the things that what's not happening is a little bit more important to me than what is happening. Right. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you call your style of art, though? Because... I noticed, like, so I don't know the terms. I watch uh, Ink Master, but that's as far as my tattoo knowledge goes. <laughs> but, like, you have, like, this, um, like, form. It looks like dots almost yeah, on the uh, skin. It's like, differently. Okay. Like, yeah, I've never chain. seen that. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I love it. <laughs> originally, I mean, it's used in several different styles, but um, what made it grow and the people who honed in on it that originally came from the uk i like a lot of like okay. things that are outside of the united states so okay. originally how i came across that style was appeal of like me following uk artists and stuff like that there was a uk artist named little b 
and uh, his style with that shit is phenomenal. Like, and it blew my mind the first time that I seen it. And I was like, oh, I gotta learn how to do this. Right. I was like, this is, <laughs> I was like, this is, this is capable. Like, this is the style. Like, and it drew yeah. to me really, really strongly throughout all the other styles that uh, I experimented with throughout over the years and developed. But this was the one that I honed in on finally and was like, all right, it's me. Like, finally yeah. found my lane that was for me. That's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful work. And I see now you found your following that they seek you out for this style because, yeah, it's very unique. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, I like how he created content. When I was looking at his page, I was like, oh, yeah, he dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, appreciate like, that. He dope. Appreciate How hard was it to, like, get into shops and stuff? So I know, you know, a young tattoo artist, you just start now. Obviously, you just like artistry, but you know, how do you turn that into like now? I'm a businessman and like I have clientele. Like, how does that oh. switch? Okay, like so. You want me to answer the first Which part? I like, how did I get ever. started? Okay, <laughs> yeah. um, well, how I got started um, in tattooing when I first got started, like going around to different tattoo shops. First off, we were part of the. I'm in the Midwest, like so. Yeah. Kansas City, being in Kansas City, Missouri, predominantly is. It's a lot more uh, white artists here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was coming up during a time period to where the internet still wasn't really a big thing. And getting into shops, it was still more of a gatekeeper kind of thing. It was nowhere near the amount of exposure of what it was now. So yeah. back then you had to go in and actually prove yourself. You had to come in with portfolios. You had to come in with work to actually show that you can reference and do things that were similar to a tattoo style mm -hmm. and not just the art yeah. style. So uh, when it first started off for me, uh, I probably spent about like two years circling around Kansas City, wow. visiting every single shop before getting accepted to anybody. I still got a whole bag of uh, of cards from all the way back from like, <laughs> oh, from oh, oh 2010, wow. 2011 of me going around collecting like all of these shop cards and places that I sat down with artists, had uh, drawing sessions and stuff like that with. So that's originally how long wow. ago it started for that. And your second question was, let me get to that for <laughs> Yes, thank you. <laughs> but no, um, but yeah, how do you, so now you're in a shop. It took you about two years. How do you transition now? And like, okay, because, you know, you have to get your own clientele still. It doesn't matter that you're in a shop, yes. right? Like, so yeah. now you're a business. Like, how did you transition yourself into like, like that part of it? Well, it's kind of like a part that goes into tattooing when you're in the shop. But typically, if you work in, in a walk-in shop, which okay. back then was a lot more heavier than what it is now with, like, private studios and just making one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one sessions with people in emails. So back then, you just kind of show up to the tattoo shop, pick somebody, pick stuff on right, the wall, right. or, like, come with ideas. So back then, uh, the transition of when I finally got in there kind of came easy because people were naturally flowing okay. in new faces all okay. the time. So I was just placed in a place. It, it places you where you need to be pretty mm -hmm. much once you get into a shop. Like as long as that shop has the proper exposure and, and foot traffic that you need as far as like people consistently coming in, it'll slowly but surely build up your your uh, your like uh, clientele. Oh, good. So it's kind of so like we like the barbershop. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, um, what is your, have you had a challenge or what is your biggest challenge that you have faced if you haven't faced one yet in your career being a tattoo artist? Uh, uh, my 
biggest challenge was getting my license. Shoot, getting oh, my yes. license. I got, yeah, I got played around with a lot and stuff like that. I had apprenticeships that didn't go through, money that was spent mm -hmm. that, you know what I'm saying, went to waste and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was a, it was an off and on thing about me getting my license and stuff. It seemed like nobody wanted to give it to me. Like, they was pretty much trying to push me out, wow. you know, so I had to fight for that. So, through several different shops and stuff. So, getting my license was the biggest thing. For the longest, I, ain't even, I wasn't even licensed. I was just tattooing. <laughs> and then I finally shoot for it. Like, I got so good. Yeah, you yeah, pushed past that, though. To a point in time to where, uh, I guess, like, <laughs> I got tired of, like, not being able to really get put on. And so yes. the shop that I finally ended up going to before they even knew, uh, I was in there tattooing without even a license. So, and I ended up winning up my my first award without a license. Oh, wow. So let me know that oh. I was supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah, you know for saying? real. So, no, that's that amazing. Yeah. So, like, well, now, yeah. Yeah, then after that, I surely got my license, mm -hmm. like, literally directly after that. So People were calling me, huh? Yeah. yeah, I got my first award without my license. And then after that, like, I think, like, less than three months later, I got my license finally. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Still, yeah, I still needed time. That's crazy, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Congratulations to you. Seriously, seriously. Yeah, everyone Thanks. say congratulations. But yeah, how did you, you even so push past that? You you already going into shops where you the minority, like you said, you feel like, and then they're not giving you, you know, what you know that you deserve. Like, how do you push past that? Uh, uh, shit. I mean, my mom ain't raised no quitter and nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Say so, that. Right. Thank you. Go ahead, bro. There's <laughs> really more of the thing about it, me being yeah. determined. Plus, I don't yes. like people telling me no when I know I'm tight. Like, you ain't going to be able to tell me I'm not tight, especially for a lot of tattoo artists. I feel like that when I stepped in, I was a threat to other tattoo artists. Right. Because I could outdraw a lot of their asses, like, for real, for real. Like, I used to come in and have sessions with them and stuff like that, and I was freestyling, drawing stuff off the top of my head, and I could just outdraw a lot of people. And I was cocky about it. Yeah. So that was probably another thing. Ain't no wrong with that. that was, uh, it is when you're coming into other people's lane. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to be able to humble yourself to a certain extent, especially if your ass has to stay healthy. Yeah. You know, but I didn't understand that at first. Sure. I was coming from a from a point in time period to where I'm just like, well, this is what I do. Like, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you either get with it or not. But, you know, I had to figure that out, like, a little bit more the hard way because I was. I was very confident behind myself stepping in. Like I was, I wasn't faking on that because proof was in the pudding. Yeah. I'm like, shit, put that paper down in that pen, bro. I'm gonna kill this. Like, so that's how I was stepping in. So, but yeah, they they didn't like that. So you was you were you were Coach Prime of the uh, tattoo world. I see. Yeah, I, yeah, I see. Little, <laughs> like that, you know what I'm saying? Like real cocky. So. But yeah, I mean, that's the that's the thin line though of knowing when you're it having that god complex and just no you can't tell me anything else like i mean that must be difficult especially when yeah you are out drawing them so yeah. it is a lot of just hate right off the bat <laughs> we yeah, talk about hate a lot in these in on these lives just different industries but yours is so direct because you can see you know apples to apples so yeah. But I didn't think it was going to be like that entering into the art world. So that was right. kind of like a cultural shock to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the one place that I thought that it was like everybody was together. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was communed as a family because we all artists. 
lot of artists are pretty much like weird yeah, people like, oh, or outsiders so it's free and, and creative so, yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> so i'm thinking i'm stepping into a realm where you know what i'm saying these are my peers and brothers and sisters amongst this and it's just as warful as any other any other field that you can right 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 so that was that was a real like a shocker for me but something that i had to like get past because all this from what i knew before getting into tattooing all artists that i came across and became friends with were like good people right. People like that was real cool and stuff like that. So until you I became into, competition. <laughs> yeah, once I got into tattooing, it was just like, nah, people were really trying to like mess up your career. People were really wow. trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like not let you get on, not let you get your sign. And I was never, I wasn't used to that. I ain't never been a person to try to hog light at all. Right. It's enough stuff for everybody. So. Man, <laughs> you said a basketball right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying I'm not Nobody wants to see you win. This is another one I have here, man. Mm -hmm. They like keep pushing. Good, but not better than them. Yep, that's so, the truth. And that, yeah, that's the hard part. Especially when you're, like I said, you get to see, like, dang, okay, he is tighter. And now their clients, you know, that's a, you guys are in the same shop. That's something that you know gets them a little tight. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I never thought about it. I mean, like I said, I watch a lot of like Ink Master. That's my show. I'm gonna reference that a lot. <laughs> but you know to realize that yeah because you want the money this is like you know you're paying for your booth rent right there so you definitely don't yeah. want some young hot kid coming in there and now they getting all of the new yeah money, so. <laughs> yeah that, that right I didn't no think one can stop us meant for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah you came in like she said no one can stop us meant for you you came in anyway without the license wow. you had to get the award because it was already destined and that was the way you could show them like it. Well, I can I can show you better than I can tell you then. Y'all don't have to put me on. I'm on anyway, so. Oh, most definitely. I had to take charge and make sure that I was gonna do what I said I was gonna do. That was another thing too. I like, like I set myself to a goal and I don't like failing. So no matter how long it's gonna take me, I'm gonna get it done, so. Yeah, yeah, no yeah I can relate to that most definitely. <laughs> how long it take? <laughs> I'm going to get it done yeah. and it's going it's to be great. Because yeah. what else are you doing anyway? That's why I always tell people. Like, why oh, are you not going after your dream? Because what else are you going to do? <laughs> you don't think about it, re feel regret, you know, over it. So, yeah, go after it. Keep it pushing. It doesn't matter how long. But I want to go back to what you were saying about you being ahead of trends and stuff because with everything changing so drastically, like, I'm – I'm seeing tattoos that are, you know, glow in the dark and have glitter. And so, like you said, people are going to come in. I want this idea. Are you turning those people away now because, hey, I'm this type of artist? Or are you still accepting all types of tattoos? I'm still accepting to newer techniques that have been practiced enough to be solidated. Okay. Now, some of the things that you have brought up. <laughs> I like how he put that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just some of the things that you mentioned are more trendy right now mm -hmm. which are still experimental tattooing yeah. is a historical thing it's been around for thousands of years like the most ancient body that they found literally had tattoos on it like still in the bones and on the skin for like the most preserved body that they have so tattoos have been around for thousands and thousands of years so with that that's why i'm just like yeah Glowing dark ink ain't been around that long, you know what I'm saying? Like, like so certain things you still have to experiment with, mm -hmm. end up uh, 
you know what I'm saying, going through the trial and error of it. You know what I'm saying? There was a trial and error just for color ink for right. the longest of how to get it just to stick into the pigment. And that's why there's still an experiment of that still building and moving on and the colors get better, more vibrant, last longer because it's trial and error. But with tattooing, it's 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 a it's a slow slow process to get to your results it's like years and years and years of studying this because you have to see how people's tattoo age from 10 years from now from using that ink from oh, using yeah. it 20 years from now and seeing how well it it held compared to the inks that they had less than 10 to 15 years ago a lot of them don't hold as well you know what i'm saying like you can see older yeah yeah you can see older tattoos and techniques and it's not as well to the skin or it's faded it's dull so throughout the years they have only increased and made the technique of it better for it to last longer and to be more vibrant and and better in the skin so that's why I like i like to practice things like once i see that the technique is more locked down and it's sufficient right. and i can guarantee you the quality of work that you're looking for then yes, but until then, I'm gonna let other people experiment to a certain amount. I didn't so experiment. What he said that. was, "Don't bring that trendy stuff over here." <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> um, unapologetically, B asked, "What advice would you give to new artists just starting out?" New artists that's starting out in tattooing. Yeah. Um. Be correct. Study properly know what this is that you're getting into it's a career it's not a job and it's not a trend this is a lifestyle so understand that if you step into this this will be something fully all the way like this is what you're getting into so you have to be fully dedicated to that and be able to sacrifice a lot to be able to get where you want to be so if that's what you're ready for that's what you need to start off with with knowing what you're stepping into mm -hmm. before getting into this and it's gonna cost you money yeah, that's right. You jumped together that material, right? Right. <laughs> the last point. It's gonna cost you money. <laughs> so be dedicated. That's why. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much sum that up. Like, be dedicated. Make sure that this is the lane for you because as an artist, there's so many different lanes. I know that it's trendy right now, but there's so many different lanes. Like, you can either be really raw at tattooing, you could be really cold at painting, you could be one of the next right. dope painters. So it's really finding what works for you. But tattooing is a, a wonderful outlet to be utilized throughout that time period to get you into the lane that's probably best for you too. It is a skill that you can hone in on, spend years in on, and then be able to branch into other fields, which are artwork because you're exposed through tattooing. So it can definitely work in both ways for people, but I definitely would advise that. Yeah, to know that this is what you're getting to because yeah, all I see you all day. That's why I said I'm like, I don't know how his hours work because <laughs> all I see all day from morning till night, you are tattooing. So I, yeah. Yeah, I, can, I can see that your passion and, you know, the dedication is definitely there. Do you see that you're getting more um, like private bookings now or is it pretty much still like walk-ins? People just know they want to come see you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm private. Well, the shop that I'm working, uh, working with at this point, it's always Kansas City Tattoo Club. And we just uh, passed our one year anniversary. Awesome. So working with them, we are a private step tattoo studio. So okay. it's all through email and firsthand booking, like, you know what I'm saying, through the artists of who you choose and select. So right now it was a switch up for me because throughout all of these years, I've been working through walk walk-in like studios right. and stuff like that. So to switch over to Strictly Private where people have to directly come to mm -hmm. me, you know what I'm saying? It was a... Uh, a little bit of a sting to the pockets at first of figuring that out like you know what i'm saying because it's a switch over and whatnot changing right. shops changing areas and whatnot so all of those things like played a, a part in it but it 
you know, it worked out for you, boy. So, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, it seems like now it would be more of like um, almost a popularity contest as well. Like when you just join these sites, so you have to like build your social media up and all that stuff now. That's and... why I started cutting my fashion okay. stuff up again. Okay. I was just like, I gotta do something extra yeah. so that people just right, right. like they can see me doing other things. You know what I'm saying? Like making sure that. I guess I'm putting myself out there for social media for people to feel more relative. That's are. the new thing. That's the yeah. new thing for people to feel more closer, like they can they can relate. So that's something different for me to have to get comfortable mm -hmm. with because I like my space and privacy. So. Same. <laughs> that's how this started. It was knowing that yeah, we have to get out there, really showcase our businesses and like who we are. I barely even post myself, so it's like a. Yeah. <laughs> So I definitely yeah, understand that, yeah. Until recently, you've seen them videos <laughs> yeah. that started. I just literally started that last month, the beginning mm -hmm. of the last month, and I posted every single day for the whole last yes. month. So I make sure that just to be able to pick up and put myself out there and kind of show that. Like, I do other lifestyle stuff. Like, I'm definitely involved in other things. Like, y'all don't get to see right. me, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get there. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Um, Davey Boy asked, are you good at cover-ups? Oh, yeah. Do you do cover-ups? Yes, okay. I do do cover-ups. It took me about like half of the time period of me tattooing to okay. get into the extent of starting to do cover-ups. I had to study that stuff for years, watch over people's shoulders, see techniques, see the best executions, figure out things that like really worked in the best manner to actually do it and learning whether if it is capable of being right. covered up or not. Like those are several different things that I had to like study for a while before making the attempt to cover-ups. So, but yes, I do do cover-ups. Uh, some of my pieces on my pages are cover-ups and people don't know it because I don't put cover-up on there. Oh, so yeah, no. There's oh, some now I want to know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on that being yeah, 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 I'm going to be like, <laughs> let me see. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I had no idea, actually. I've looked at almost all your tattoos, so I'm interested to see what right. one's So would you change anything different? I mean, I know we, as far as we all have things that we could have worked on or did anything, but I'm just saying, like, would you give, what advice would you give somebody else being a tattoo artist or per, your personal opinion or journey? Will you change anything different? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything different. All I would say is uh, be more in the moment and appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Appreciate what you getting throughout that time period because it comes and goes and it's highs and lows and this stuff for right. like so it's really a roller coaster ride with a lot of stuff but enjoy it while it's happening enjoy the people that you're surrounded by enjoy the people that you love like because it's a lot of people that you get close to in this awesome. okay okay so yeah he wouldn't change anything okay even that <laughs> even that hard even that hard two that? years the hard two nah. years, all them, all them cards and. <laughs> nah, from couch hopping, being homeless, all that type of stuff. Like, nah, I wouldn't change nothing. Mm -hmm. None of it. It like built me to where I am now, or why I'm so responsible with the way that I move now. Like, so I wouldn't change any of it because it molded me harder than what I expected myself to be. Mm -hmm. Those Amen. hard times, yeah. Seriously, those hard times really show you who you are. It really yeah. makes you trust yourself. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, you know better than anybody whether you can do it or not, right? But with that, can you share some of um, your insights into like your creative process? Um, like when you design like your custom tattoos. So my favorite one before you start is the <laughs> the music notes and the spine. Oh, really? Crazy. Okay. 
Okay, I love music good. already. I already wanted like a spine tattoo and just the way that you molded it. But I always, I wondered if that was like your, you know, out of the box um, creation. But yeah, what is your process? Nah, right that now? actually wasn't. Uh, that was through inspiration of my client. She gave me the idea of what it was that she kind of like seen and what she wanted to be done. And I just went off of her details and that that's how that came about. So that was actually originally her original idea. I just came up with the execution for what she ended up giving okay. me. So. I'm about to check that out. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. I was like, that's, yes, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it just flows so well. For about yeah. like two years to oh. get that done. She waited wow. for about two years to get that okay. done. Crazy. Was that one sitting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know about that, but. <laughs> it didn't take it didn't take too long though. That, that oh, really? really didn't take too long. No, it didn't take too long at all. Okay. Do you use do you use numbing um cream on your clients or typically I don't like to okay. just because uh using numbing cream on people uh typically kind of dampers or messes with the skin. Okay. So even when it gets cold and stuff, so it makes like the delivery of like tattooing with the ink into the skin, it kind of messes it up sometimes. Or makes it a little bit harder to tattoo because it hardens the skin. It kind of deadens the skin oh, throughout the time period. So that does make sense. So, yeah. yeah. So it can make a major effect in different areas or different ways. Sometimes I do recommend it depending on where it is that we're tattooing or yeah. how much that we will be tattooing. But typically overall, I'm like, you're going to have to sit through this pain. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Do you have a lot of tattoos yourself? Yeah, I got a decent amount of tattoos. I ain't like fully covered, but I definitely got a, a lot of tattoos. I started getting tattooed when I was 16. So. Wow. Have you done any on yourself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got like spider webs in the corner of my head that I did in the mirror like some years ago. I did the Chiefs arrowhead that's oh, in the yeah. corner of my eye. Like I got a few other things that's like on my arms and stuff. That just me trying to figure out tattooing for real, for real during that time period. Luckily, I messed up my face, but yeah, my oh, face. So you just went straight face. He said he don't bet on myself every time, and he don't put it right here. You really believe in yourself. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Amir, everything's nice. backwards. Uh, All right. Yeah. Oh, thank you. But yeah, can you give us some insights of your creative process, though? Like when you get to um, just create something out of you know top of your head what is that oh like when i create you? something off of the top of my head it's usually built off of nostalgia something that i okay. grew up off of inspiration from like my childhood there's a lot of things that were like my own personal artwork inspires from mm -hmm. like it's things that like kept me entertained or moved me or inspired me to do artwork and stuff like that so that was one of the main things like that always consistently pushes me as far as creating my own artwork when it comes to tell the people it's genuinely asking them what it is that they want to get that right, right. but for myself for myself like i create from a place of like you know nostalgia so what's your biggest inspiration then like are you a 90s kid like cartoon yeah like, yeah okay. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so like yeah most definitely like big inspiration is 90s and cartoons and stuff like that like for the longest so anything from four kids tv cartoon network disney channel okay. you know what i'm saying like Yeah, like most definitely. My David Boy said Power Rangers. Hey, that's that's top five hey, for me. <laughs> Power Rangers. That's the most when it, yeah, ours like when they had uh, what was it, Doctor Ooze? 
that power yeah ranger. yeah that's yes. the very first one that's the yes. very first one yeah. that power ranger yeah all right <laughs> so out of, with art though because you're all around artists what's your biggest inspiration there like is there some art artist or artwork that you just saw and it's just you know like that i i just love that that's the direction that's what made this that would typically be like uh i'm really moved by like the renaissance artwork mm -hmm. like statues and and like paintings from like that time period so going to museums or like getting books that have like high definition photos right. of these like uh like pieces and stuff like that like i enjoy that that typically gives me a lot of inspiration because of the detailing that comes behind it. So when they switched a lot of that like hyper realism. And yeah. yeah okay. and how they were able to mold that stuff. And uh, I just think it's the respect out of what it is that I'm seeing throughout that time period that kind of pushes me or inspires me because I know how much time it takes to detail right. things. So when I right, see right. certain things, it's like mind blowing to me. Like, so I can definitely say like, that time period besides my era of growing up like the later right. on art pieces and stuff so you know 16th chapel stuff like that all of those type of pieces like major inspirations like consistently i can always go back to them and still be inspired like consistently so and i gather you like art that uh emotes to you like you you feel you see the emotion in yeah. all of the pieces yeah that's what i think of when i see renaissance paintings and stuff yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. it's, it's pure emotion in, in your face and that's where art kind of changed in that time period yeah where you you know you actually saw who the people were so not i feel the same way about that time period so <laughs> awesome i i love see i love speaking to artists <laughs> make sure a little bit more interesting. I can't wait to go to this page. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no, because I really like so when I moved to Kansas City, obviously, I wanted some tattoos. It was COVID or whatever when I found his page. Um, so it was like, dang, how do I really like book <laughs> this time? But um, and I was just like, you know, I never thought about uh, this black and gray, you know, on, on black skin for real. So it was interesting to see that he can make everything look the same on whatever skin color. It, I mean, nothing looked different. That's that's what really like caught my eye to your artwork. It was just like because I don't see a lot of um, black tattoo artists and especially tattoo artists who know how to tattoo on darker skin and give it that much depth. You know. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah. Yeah, because I have everyone got a face. <laughs> tattoos but i've never been tattooed by a black tattoo artist until this year this is my little cousin <laughs> it makes a difference and so you know i've always got tattooed by a mexican or i'm oh, assuming okay. he was mexican but it does do you do you see that it makes a difference though? Like, especially when you get uh, like clients that, you know, look like you and is it, is it like this, you know, like, yes, oh, okay, it makes a difference uh, because here, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like that, just like how you said, like a lot of people aren't used to getting tattooed by too many black tattoo artists. There are more tattoo artists, black tattoo artists in Kansas city now, but yeah. when I was coming up, it wasn't, it wasn't that yeah. many, like you could really count who was actually official or who had actual like who was licensed and in shops during that time period tattooing people so um me taking the approach to knowing the difference between both skin pigments like just came naturally because before i got into a 
scalp, I was tattooing in the streets. So I was tattooing all the homies, mm. tattooing my cousins, tattooing on the block, going to other people's hoods, bouncing around through hotels and right. apartments and stuff like that, tattooing people. So I did a lot of that already starting off before I even got into the shop. So mm. when I got into the shop, that's what brightened my horizon towards like tattooing other pigments, such as like Caucasian people or Hispanic or, right. you know what I'm saying? Like any other styles of skin that I was like starting to come across. Cause at first all I did was tattoo black skin. So I had to learn real fast how our yeah. skin is the adapting. Difference. Yeah. Like, yeah, like extremely different, but you know, throughout the time, like I got a lot better with it and took the craft a lot more serious of understanding. So it just only grew from there. Okay. That color wheel, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously. I'm yeah. glad you take no. pride into your work because it's a lot of people out here that just be tattooing. They not educated. They don't educate us. Yeah. And we just yeah. be letting them put the needle in our skin. Yeah. <laughs> and know that's it. Yeah, I typically try to make sure that when I'm dealing with my clients that they are informed of, like, the process, like, what is going on, like how to treat their skin, like their skin particularly compared to like what they're seeing online or what right. they may be example through what somebody is telling them. So I try to be as informative as I possibly can for people when they ask him for, or when they get work done by me. Mm -hmm. No, that's very important because yeah, like you said, especially when it was just the walk-in type of uh, tattoo style, like, yeah. no one, you know, it was in now, you, yeah, you want to make your money. You never know when you're going to get the next client or whoever is tattooing you is going to get their next client. So, yeah, you're getting whatever. Yeah, it makes, <laughs> you hope, it, it, looks, you hope it looks like that book that they showed you. <laughs> something completely different. Pro. Man, I remember I went in somewhere and, like, I saw that he only did, like, old American style. Yep. I wanted something small, yep. so it wasn't that big of a deal. But I was, I saw he went, someone else went before me, and I was like... <laughs> American Ooh. traditional. Yeah, know. yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that, it, there's a difference. Yeah. You can't yeah, just go to any major difference. Nah. I mean, there's always different styles to tattooing as well. So that was another thing, too. It's a little bit more broad for people to see different styles and mm -hmm. approaches. Uh, over the years, it wasn't as exposed unless you bought, like, tattoo magazines right. or you right. went to tattoo conventions back in the day. So over the time period, it has grown majorly once again just because of like how i said the internet so like the internet is a major part of like how big tattooing has got to this extent at this point in time now right i agree have you it's been a to, the, to a tattoo um convention before yes yes i've been to this plenty i've been to some uh yeah almost every other year for the past few years for at least about like four years been going to conventions like strongly at least hitting like one or two a year if not more uh, okay yeah so pure dedication to the craft i love that because <laughs> yeah the competition thing you know you already have clients so it's like but i guess now like you said it's also staying relevant and have to be out there yeah like so yeah staying relevant staying in the people's faces letting people know that you're actually active you know all of those things make a difference Cartel Styles, Walt is dope. I would get tatted by him. That's my, yes. my boy. <laughs> I'm trying to get on those books, too. <laughs> I just don't know what I want to get. <laughs> but no, that's awesome. But yeah, whatever y'all figure out, just let me know. We'll, I know. We'll make it seriously, seriously. I, I want something big. That's why when I saw your pull back, and I was just like, that seems... That seems like it's right up my alley, though. Yeah. <laughs> Be so <laughs> But I know 
tattoo artistry often involves like deeply personal and meaningful experiences for clients. Yeah. What's yeah. like the most meaningful experience that you remember or a tattoo that just won't like leave your mind or that memorable? Oh, oh man. Um, one of the most meaningful pieces that I know of, I have a client where I tattooed uh, her nephew's, uh, uh, what is it? Um, wrestling shoes like because he ended up passing and uh, I tattooed his wrestling shoes on him and stuff like that so that was like a real meaningful one because it was like all lined up he had just like recently passed his funeral had just happened and stuff like that you know what I'm saying so he was like a straight A student like high you know what I'm saying high grades like performance like one of the best wrestlers on the team and stuff like that so I don't know, like, that was a really emotional, I guess, like, piece or a time period for me for when I remember how her story just came about and to put that piece together for her. So that's when it, like, really made a difference or struck a little bit different. Right. Yeah, that's, those type of tattoos. Oh, are really yeah, you know what I mean? Like, when it's something that's really deep and stuff like that, like, I have my uh, cancer ribbon on there and just telling her that story and how meaningful it was for me to get it. My brother yes. and I, we got matching tattoos. But you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. It's just like, this is yeah, yeah. a permanent symbol. So yeah, for you to be a part of stuff like that is beautiful. And you're yeah, creating part, it pretty much. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> that part of, of the of this is like throughout my downs, like and my lower points, like tattooing people like that is what made me feel like that this was a part of my purpose of mm. what I'm doing. And didn't make me question it too much at time periods when I was questioning. It kind of got right. me back like where I needed to be. So. Those moments like that are a lot more dear to me because sometimes I'm a little bit off or like discouraged through like how things are going and stuff like that. But then I end up tattooing somebody like that and realize like how much that one simple day like changed or meant something for them or maybe like help they mood, help them express like what they were going through. So those time periods like that 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 actually is a feeling better than than money for real for real like yeah, getting for sure. getting that type of like recognition to help somebody throughout a time period when they down. Yeah, no, that's beautiful connecting them and giving them that piece of you know what connection back so yeah. that's amazing that you get to be a part of that i love that <laughs> but with you staying on top of trends and stuff what changes do you see on the horizon and like how do you plan on staying ahead of all of this craziness now like we talked a little bit about all the trendy stuff but how do you stay ahead of that ahead of it is she's adapting and adjusting like mm -hmm understanding that it's here and it's going to stay longer than what people expect you know what i'm saying it's a transition people typically don't like change and dramatic dramatic change yeah. but that's typically how it's happening right now as fast as the internet yeah. moves like you have to be adaptable to like what's going on so that's the thing just as long as you're capable of adapting that's how i kind of stay up above it sometimes it's a little struggle because, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really necessarily stuck in my ways, but I'm stuck in my way of living. <laughs> so, like, for real, like, yeah. so, it's just like, I don't like to switch certain things, especially when I prefer for, like, certain things in my lifestyle to be private. But I realize that that's not really a thing now with, like, being, you know what I'm saying, a personal business owner, a small business owner, and stuff like that. It don't work like that. You are selling you first and helping people feel like they can relate to that. And then right. they choose your then they choose your service. Yeah. Yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now. So yeah. So. That's the hard part. I'm like, no, I'm a great person. Just get to know me, you know. Let me know you first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean people like to get dressed nicely. People like to look nice, so that's why I put that out there. Like if you look you want to get tattooed by a nice dressing tattoo mm -hmm. artist, 
can come over here. No one I got style right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. But yeah, yeah you, you are selling your persona and your style, right? Because that's that's what I'm buying into. Like, I want to be, you know, the dude that's fresh. Yeah, like, I want to be like right. the rapper that you want, Your customers, your clientele want to be in tune with you. They want to feel close, like they know you. Yeah. You know, I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a fan. And the more money they spend, cause they just like you said, just that one conversation of just you making them feel like they just the most important person in the world. Yeah. They gonna keep coming back. Yeah, and that's the, the truth. That's the truth. Just giving people space and time to be able to express themselves. Some people don't never have nobody to talk to. So True. sitting down with us and getting tattooed by tattoo artists is almost like sitting in a barbershop chair sometimes. True. You know what I'm saying? Or a beauty salon or like a therapist room, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, people, a lot of people, hours. <laughs> yeah, people will end up, you know what I'm saying, spilling a lot if it's mm -hmm. on their mind and they feel comfortable enough to. What's up? I don't know what I was saying. Get I my tattoo. I wasn't spilling that mouth. I'm most people. I, I get tired. I was I was ready to go to sleep when I got my last tattoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. And like the sound of the gun. Yeah, something. I just get very mellowed out and it's just time for oh, it's therapeutic for you. Yeah, it it's is. therapeutic for you. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. I be chilling. I hear that little buzzing go. I, I know I need to relax my skin. <laughs> and it hurts. Oh, yeah. Get it on my hand. Yeah, it's hard too, but I don't like pain. You don't like pain? No. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a confliction. <laughs> well, you don't want you don't want his tattoos there because it looks no, like I'm actually very light. Every I'm actually very light. Actually... Are you is that one of the, the comments that you get? Or are you just making that up? Yeah, no, no, no. That's literally <laughs> what I get. Like that's an extreme attribute, like uh cool. towards the style that I choose to mm -hmm. use. So it's a little bit softer approach of like uh entering the skin. Okay. rather than like a rough like hard pool lining i'm kind of like stacking it in there lightly so it's a softer build up into the skin so the approach isn't as like um edgy or painful as people would think it You're is not digging in over and over like over the same spot yeah so i mean i am but it's, yeah. it's just a softer technique as a skin to where oh. it doesn't feel like it's as uh painful or we're gonna find out we i'm gonna let will. you know I, I, i'm gonna <laughs> I'm like, now you said that this is gonna be so. <laughs> like I said, I do want another tattoo, but I want it done. I ain't gonna say right, no, no shade to the tattoo artist I've been going to, but you know, <laughs> I want to get it done right. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> so you're also transitioning to the professional tattoo uh, as well, because you've always had that at home. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes a difference. Difference too, mm -hmm. definite difference. Yeah, I've only, yes. I've only gone to the shop because it's permanent. You guys are very brave. Like you tattooing your own face because you were learning. That was not smart. I'm not, I know your mom yelled at you a lot. That's why you said your mom didn't raise no quitter because. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. My, mom, man, like my mom didn't even know for the longest that I had tattoos. Like I hit my tattoos pretty well. Oh, man. So I had like, I probably had about like. If I'm correct, I had about like six or seven tattoos before she realized that oh, I had wow. one. So like, yeah, I had a few, but don't get that twisted. I was getting tattooed a lot when I first started. Like, so when I first got my first tattoo, I got a second tattoo in that same week. So it was just oh. like, it was like, so I was, I was on it back to back to back. <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't no game. Vision of Fashion stated, I have a special tattoo. 
I'd like to get, but what advice uh, does he have for a 65 year old? Oh yeah, with the skin, is that different or? Yes, the skin is different. It depends on the texture of your skin. I've dealt with older skin that is a lot more thinner, uh, which tends to happen. So their skin gets a lot more thinner, which makes it a lot easier to cut mm. or cut into and damage the skin. So it's a softer effect, but if their skin is still pretty uh healthy throughout that time period very rich still absorbing and whatnot then there's no struggle it's really off the factor of your health of your skin and what's the so drinking what water kind of tattoo you trying to get vision of fashion <laughs> that's my mom <laughs> what what special tattoo do you have in mind lady <laughs> all of our names all seven oh, of our names mom, like, yeah that's our uh, mom yeah <laughs> vision of fashion yeah she she still looks like us so I'm sure oh, well, that's why she's yeah. trying to get. She's trying to get a tattoo. Yeah, right. But drink your water. I'm sure that has a lot to do with it as your yeah. skin ages as well. Yeah. Because hydration and stuff like that. I know one tattoo I went to get yeah, my wrist tattoo actually was the worst. Oh yeah. Well, you know, melanin, but. but. But don't, yeah. yeah, don't be outside still. Wear <laughs> 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 sunblock still. But yeah, the worst one I had was on my wrist because like I, I think I was just dehydrated at the time or something and it hurt way more than usual. So Did you pass it does. out? No, but like I wanted him to stop. Like I never felt like that before. And he had just got like right here where my bone is or where my M is right oh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that's, that's natural. I just want you to know that. That's just a painful area just in general. Like on that wrist area where you're at. Yeah, that's a highly sensitive area. <laughs> it was, it looked like hamburger meat after it was, yeah. But I was, I was hydrated too. You could see my skin was just like kind of pulling and all that. Like, but yeah, it hurt. That was the worst one. Like, <laughs> <don't> like <laughs> barbed wire. Barbed wire, girl. This is not 1992. <laughs> You're not getting it. <laughs> I'm trying to get a tribal. Hey, the new style and techniques of how to make barbed wire look, you know what I'm saying? It, it can be refreshing. We ain't got to make it look like that that old school style. Well, I'm trying to. Why do you want barbed wire? But we'll figure that out later. But, <laughs> but before we let you go, I know we have a few minutes left. I just want to plug you and let everyone know where they can find you. Um, and book with you as well. So if you'd like to give everybody um, your information so that you they can go to your page, follow you, and book, of course. Okay. My Instagram is uh, Walt underscore Dewey. Um, my contact to be able to book with me is through KansasCityTattooClub.com. And then go through there and you'll end up selecting my name and then go from there to filling out the email. If you want to do it directly, it'll just be Walt Dewey Inc. Walt Dewey Inc at gmail.com you guys got it we will also put that Same on, on all the platforms okay. yes <laughs> oh yeah Walt underscore doobie on facebook as well um we'll be tagging that on the video this is going to be available of course here youtube spotify, spotify apple, apple, google apple music worldwide um so yes yeah, so you guys tune in and definitely follow him um, thank you, Walt, again for joining us. I know we had to reschedule because I'm bad with time frames. Don't just no. follow him, book him. Right. Watch his live. Look at, check the page out and book him. Everybody, I want everybody to book yes. him. I appreciate yes, and we will yeah, be tagging yeah. him as well. 
But thank you guys so much for joining episode 13 of Sister Soul Sessions. Uh, this is a place where we're elevating entrepreneurs one soulful conversation at a time. Um, so if you guys don't have anything else, that ends our episode. That would be nice to meet you. you guys.